Academy is a registered charity in the northeast of England in the UK. Visit our website for information on all our activities at youngwomensfilmacademy.co.uk where you can also donate online. Hi there, this is Chloe from the Young Women's Film Academy and today I'm interviewing Catherine who is a primary school teacher from Gateshead. So the first question, can you tell me how your life was before the pandemic started and what's changed since the lockdown started and everything's changed? Okay, so I'm a year four teacher in a quite small primary school. Um, so I was, it was obviously Monday to Friday work and I usually arrive at school at about half past seven and would get everything ready, go about my day, and then I would usually leave at about half past five, six o'clock. And then that meant that I could come home and I didn't have to do any extra um, work at home and kind of get it, leave my work at work. Since this has all started, we, we had a few weeks before the schools officially, you know, closed. And that was very uncertain because the information that we were given from the author from our local authority, which is Gateshead, and then from the government, it just changed on the day to day. So it was more like we had to adapt everything just kind of as and when we received information. So it was all very up in the air. And we had about, I think the announcement went out on the Wednesday and we had two days to get a home learning um curriculum all in place so that my class and the rest of the school can access their learning online. So it's it's changed in every way imaginable really. Um, I'm only in school for three days every two weeks and the rest of the time I'm teaching from home and um, just on my laptop and setting things up through Google Classroom. My children are only eight and nine and they have to be able to use the laptop to get in touch with me to ask any questions so a lot of it, everything's changed really. It doesn't, it sounds like really hard to adjust to because like in my school, it's like that as well. It's only open for people who have parents as care workers. Okay, so next question. Um, so how has it affected like your job in general, like with the students? It's weird because this is only my first year of teaching properly. Like I only qualified last year. So last year was such an intense year for me, learning the ins and outs of teaching and um, like assessment and having to liaise with parents and carers and the, the responsibility that you get given when you get given your own class rather than when you're training to be a teacher it's all kind of just dropped on you in September so from September up until March that was a different challenge anyway into what I'd from what I'd already learned about um, the profession but then even from March to now it's completely changed in the way that I can't have any like face-to-face -face access with my children. So teaching them has became so much harder because especially with primary school, primary school children's attention span isn't great. And when you're training to be a teacher, you're taught to try and make your lessons as engaging as possible. So to have things for them to like physically manipulate and touch to learn from. There's a lot of um, learning from one another, like peer um, peer chats and table talks and things like that. Whereas now those children are very much isolated in their own environment. 
we don't know what education their parents have um and obviously a lot of parents are working from home as well so they might not have the time to dedicate to their children so it's changed in the way that I'm trying to from one activity that I set I'm trying to encompass all of these different abilities attainments um I have a few children in my class with SEN needs um like dyslexia and things like that and it's it's just about having to it's taken every day as it comes really every day presents a different challenge or there'll be a different question or a different way that I have to put things and it's just about making sure that my children know that I'm available for them to get in touch and ask me that question. So obviously we're now past the peak which means that schools might be reopening sooner said from the 1st of June what do you think about that? In all honesty I'm very nervous about it because we've had we like my school have had quite a lot of children in anyway we have a lot of children of key workers at my school and the you can see the impact that it's had on them being in school they've been very subdued they don't quite understand social distancing even the year fives and six children we still have to remind a lot and it's just completely different the whole school day is just weird because they're not allowed to share colored pencils or stationery they can't like go and help one another even when they're on the yard they can't go and um, play with one another and it's just so different so come back on the first of june with reception children year one children and year six quite frightening really because no one really knows how it's going to work and nothing seems to have been properly put in place yet it's, it's just hard to say at the moment how it's going to work i know my head teacher has had a lot of contact with the council and they've been really supportive and I come from a very supportive school as well so we're doing what we can but again it's just it's just rolling with it and seeing what's going to happen we might get new guidelines given before the 1st of June about what's going to happen with schools we just don't really know Regarding the whole education for children thing, and are you still living with your family? And what measures do you need to take to protect yourself and others around you once you've met with the direct public or schools? Um, so I don't live with my family. I live with my um, partner. Um, so I haven't seen my family in a really long time because ne like nearly every person in my family would be classed as like a vulnerable person. So all of my grandparents are shielding my dad has asthma so I haven't seen my family in quite a while um but my partner he who I live with um we just kind of make sure that when I get home from school because he's um furloughed so he's just been at home so we just make sure that when I get home from school I don't touch anything at all until I've went and had a shower and then my clothes that I've been wearing go straight in the wash so I've tried to limit um my like contact with anything as much as possible and we're really careful at work as well we have a lot of hand sanitizer our caretaker's brilliant and he cleans down all the door handles computer keyboards absolutely everything yeah it, it's just trying to be as careful as possible really do you use any pp like masks or face guards we have it we got but we only got it delivered maybe two weeks ago so we've went most of this time with no ppe we've had gloves 
from the medical cupboard, but they weren't there weren't very many of them. Yeah. We have a lot of hand sanitizer and stuff, but we got given gloves and we got given aprons, but they were the aprons were quite of quite poor quality. They were just kind of like plastic bags and they only covered the front. They didn't even tie around the back or anything. So we just opted not to wear those because even wearing the masks, we have quite a lot of children from reception in year one. And that just frightened them and that kind of defeats the purpose of us being, you know, carers for them if we're putting the masks on and they're frightened. So we just decided to try and be as careful as possible, but to not wear the mask or anything. And we just make sure that we keep our hands clean, basically, and that they keep their hands clean. That's yeah. the best that we can do. Yeah, that's very important. And how has the situation impacted your mental health? Like, are you afraid to go to work? And how does it feel knowing that you could potentially be with a COVID-19 carrier? You know, at the beginning, I was very frightened about it all. And I think that was because everything was so uncertain and because I was worried about, you know, members of my own family. I was worried about myself and my partner and everything like that. But when I'm at work, I don't really think about it because my job is to put those children first. And now that we're in the routine, of what to do when we're there. Like most of the children that we have in school have been coming into school since the very beginning. So they're used to that routine now. They know that they're not meant to go too close to someone else. They know that every time they go in and out the room, they've um, sanitized their hands. They know if they accidentally touch their face, they're sanitizing their hands. So I feel a lot calmer when I'm at work now, actually, because I know that we're taking the necessary precautions and it's, and I just kind of feel like I'm very much of the attitude of that if it's if it's out of my control, it's not it's not worth my while worrying about because there's nothing I can do about it. If I know I'm taking the the best um, measures that I can to protect myself, to protect the people I live with, and to protect the children in my care, then that's that's what's making me feel a bit more sane about everything. I'm not quite I was I was feeling fine until they announced that we were going back on the 1st of June considering we've had maybe 10 to 15 children in daily and then to go from that to 93 children in one big leap that's quite nerve-wracking but obviously nothing will happen if it's not going to be completely safe I think it's going to come down to the individual people so I'm just putting faith in that really yeah it's good to hear that you're like thinking of it from like your perspective and that mm. you're trying to stay as safe as possible because throughout this whole thing it's really about staying as safe as possible and trying not to catch it Absolutely. And, yeah and speaking about like the government measures how do you feel about them do you think they're doing enough to support the educational system i don't really know to be honest i'm i try not and it sounds really ignorant but i've tried not to watch the news as much as i can because when you were speaking about mental health before, I found at the beginning when I was watching the news every day and I was looking at statistics and things like that, that really weighed down on me and it made me feel very, very anxious and I wasn't sleeping very well and all of that. But now I'm just kind of watching the things like that are related to me. So everything coming out of the Department of Education and things like that. I think the local government and the local councils are a little bit more supportive and I think that's because so if you have the main government there's a lot of people there who won't know really anything about education or what goes on in the day-to-day -day running of a school but as that gets more diluted down to your local council 
and then maybe your cluster of schools and then to your school like the expertise there becomes more and more and our gate our local council at Gateshead they are very very aware of the limitations and the safety precautions that need to be in place before children can come back it's it's been quite reassuring having that contact with them through my head teacher she's just been forwarding things to all of the staff that the gate that the council have gave her but that has been quite reassuring to know that they have the backs of the teachers and the support staff and everyone who works in schools so in the news and things there's be, there's been a lot of reports about um like mixed messages really not reports there's been a lot of mixed messages about the jobs of teachers and the safety of school staff and things like that and it's nice it, i do feel like now that's becoming more of a priority in schools with the June the 1st kind of fast approaching. The Young Wounds Film Academy, a unique project providing girls and young women the opportunity to create their own films and digital content under the expertise of an all-female production team. many professionals are having a hard time due to the lack of like obviously PPE and basic conditions to work and what kind of improvements in teaching would you like to see after the outbreaks calm down so like any new guidelines that you talked about previously you know that's a really good question and I'm not entirely sure and I, I'm just going to go with the answer that it depends on the school because every school is so so different even schools that are just down the road from where I work they have a completely different catchment area so they'll have completely different levels of special needs like people premium they'll have, like just completely different children and that's who it really depends on i'm not 100 percent sure what i'd like to see from the future to be honest i think that one i would just kind of play by ear throughout this is the last question throughout this overall pandemic which has been really a thing since the end of last year what is the most important thing that everyone as a nation and in your career can take away from it? I think the importance of people who do jobs such as like people who work in care homes, people who work in schools, people who do like postal workers, these like critical workers who up until now have kind of been probably undervalued, underpaid, not really thought about as much. And then when everything else in the world has stopped, these have been the people who've kind of kept things going and tried to do as much as they can for the general public. And I think coming out of this, there'll be a newfound appreciation for those kind of those kinds of people. Yeah, I see where you're coming from because with every Thursday we do a clap for carers at eight o'clock, and I think of everyone that's like with your with what you're doing, you're taking a massive risk with going to schools every day and seeing people that you might see quite often but really you don't know what's going on in that personal life at home oh absolutely um like we have a lot of children in um school at the moment who are the they're the children of people who work in care homes we have a few children of people who are doctors so they're around people who can potentially bring the virus home and they bring it into school but ultimately that is my job to make sure that if i can provide some comfort or some stability for those children that is my job and that's what I'm paid for it's quite humbling when you when you see the amount of people who have gone out of their way to try and help others I know 
the NHS volunteer system, they kind of ran out of posts or some, whatever it was at the, at the very beginning of the outbreak when it was people volunteering to, you know, get shopping and take medication and things for people. And I think that's a really lovely sentiment. It should live on through this when this whole act, when this whole outbreak is over. It's, I think it's kind of put an emphasis on the fact that we need people who are in roles where they're caring for others and it's not just about making profit and making money because it's the lower paid jobs in society who have kept things kept things going throughout all of this as well. Yeah, it's very true. And I really appreciate you doing this because from a student's perspective, because I'm a year seven student who's going into year eight in September, and I find it really interesting to see what you as teachers are going through and I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate you and the other staff members all over the country doing this to make sure that we get the education we deserve. Thank you, that's so lovely to hear. Well, I really appreciate you coming on to do this interview because I know you've got a lot going on at the minute with the whole situation. So thank you for coming on. It's really helpful. You're very, very welcome. I hope I have been helpful. Yeah, yeah it's been really helpful from a student's perspective to see what's going on for the, for the teachers and it's just been really interesting generally. So thank you for coming on. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. The Young Women's Film Academy, a unique project providing girls and young women the opportunity to create their own films and digital content under the expertise of an all-female production team.